Tracy Cousineau's real estate expert advisor system is so powerful that it sold over 300 homes in two years that sat on the market. They failed to sell with other agents. Tracy Cousineau, real estate expert advisors, their system is proven to get you up to 18% more money than traditional real estate agents. This multi-million dollar strategic marketing system will drive the most demand for your home. Metro Atlanta's number one most trusted advocate for real estate consumers, my great friend and real estate expert guru, Tracy Cousineau. That's cousin with an E-A-U because you know she's going to sell your home, TracyCousineau.com. Hello, my name is Nathan. I'm from McDonough, Georgia. I work in funeral services. I've been listening to Cadillac Jack since I was 13 years old. I am now 39. He's my favorite radio personality. In July of last year, I stopped listening to Kicks because he was no longer there. Caddy, you are the best. Miss Donna, I must say you make the show even better. So with that being said, here's Cadillac Jack and Donna with my second act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old. I put in a loyal 26 years until July 2019, and that's when I was uh, I was fired. So welcome to my second act. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife, and I have toilet paper. Tell everybody where you found it, though. I thought. Do you want me to tell everyone? It's yeah, kind of like but a it, secret. No, at this point, it's, it's out. It's not, really. We just need to help everyone out. Well, that too. Do the uh, right thing, Donna. Tell people where you found <laughs> the, the non-traditional place that you found toilet paper. Home Depot. Yeah. Yes. So what happened was I legitimately needed toilet paper, not just like hoarding like some of these people. Like we use a lot of toilet paper with three girls in the house. So I went online and I looked up which Target had toilet paper and supposedly the one in Roswell had it. So I went over there. I think it was like eight o'clock on Friday night and they did not have it. But the guy who worked there, one of the workers pulled me over and it was like we were dealing something like in the back door. You know what I mean? He goes, listen, I'm going to tell you where to go to get the toilet paper. And I'm like, where? I thought he was going to pop his trunk on like his Honda hatchback. You know right. what I mean? He had like a trunk full. Exactly. Sell it to you to inflated toilet paper prices. So he was like, <laughs> go over to Home Depot because, and they do, they have that section with, and they actually had cleaning supplies and stuff because, you know, companies have that. And you brought up a great point, like maybe like Staples and Office Depot and they stuff do. have toilet paper. In that same area. Yeah. Where it's cleaning supplies for the office, Industry. the automotive department in Walmart too. Oh, that's a good one. Has toilet paper. And you can always go with the RV and marine grade toilet paper. Yeah. Well, and this if was kind want, of that, like that. That's like a really desperate situation there. This was definitely not Charmin. Because your finger will slip through. Okay. You know, it's so, it's not even one ply. All right. Uh-huh. I don't know. We all need all this toilet paper. I just, like I said, I legitimately needed toilet paper. I don't know what everyone else is doing with it. What was your core 57 hype song on the way here today to the Appen Media Group, Appen Podcast Network? Mine was um, the new Niall. Do you know Niall Horan? He used to be with um, One, One Direction. D. One D. And it's called Nice to Meet Ya. And it's just like an upbeat, like fun song. I am I cannot right now with everything that's going on, listen to like this moody, downtrodden music. I have to have like really uplifting jam music. So what was your core 57 hype song? R.E.M. is the end of the world as we know it. Well, there we go. Such an appropriate song. And I'm not the only one who has this as their hype song because the song has re-entered the iTunes chart for the first time and was released like in the late 80s. Uh, I remember playing it. We played it at our white Zeta to Alpha White Violet little formal thing. And it was the anthem at the Teak House at Western Carolina University when I was social director of the Zeta Omicron chapter. Oh, boy. 
I bet those were some parties. A lot of them would run out. The music would stop a lot because back then it was just CDs and there weren't disc changers. And where were you? I was at the 18th hole, as we called it. Oh, okay. Out back in the house. Yeah. They're like, hello, where's the DJ? I know. So they would yell, hi, the music stopped. And the party would come to an end and I'd just come in all sideways and wonky. Anyway, uh, it's the end of the world as we know it has re-entered the iTunes chart at number 65. Wow. Who were the people that they, it was Leonard Bernstein Lenny Bruce. Lester Bangs. Who, who's Lester Bangs? Does anybody know? I don't know. Okay. And then who, who was the other dude? Like a Russian name. Like Brezhnev. Who's he? I don't know. Okay. Well, I think he was like some, I don't know, like some sort of, um, I don't know, dictator or something. I don't know. But that was the quartet of individuals yeah. that they name checked with the initials LB. And the song is End of the World as We Know, an inappropriate song. Uh, right now, you'll find both of the hype songs from today's episode on the Caddy and Donna Hype Song Spotify playlist, which is sponsored and powered by Core 57. Absolutely. So you just go there and you can download all of our hype songs. And they're a lot of fun. Um, it's a great playlist. And we're just going to keep adding to it every week. And when you hear the song, someone told me the other day when they were listening to it, they're like, I remember what you talked about about each song. So it's it's a fun new way to listen to to what we're talking about. Core 57, Milton and Alpharetta City Center. You should know that Core 57 has sanitized everything, and they continue to sanitize everything all day long, and they have set up individual stations. So Colleen reached out uh, and you know, said, listen, don't let the fear keep you from taking care of your body. Something yeah, to think about. Absolutely. And you know what? There's such a connection with um, mind and body wellness and on in times like these when it's so uncertain and you're kind of inside your head and you just have a lot of angst it's good to go work out it's good to get your endorphins going and i will say this if you belong to a big box gym and they're not open or you're not sure if they're cleaning it's a great time to come over and take a class at core because colleen owns the gym which is incredibly important right now because she is a small business and we have to support those and then she's also you know that she is keeping the gym clean, she's sanitizing it, you're safe. But you do need to, you know, you can't just stop completely taking care of yourself. So um, check out Colleen and Core 57 and, um, you know, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Two locations, Milton and uh, downtown Alpharetta, also known as the Alpharetta City Center. So the outbreak is unprecedented in terms of its nature of uncertainty, its nature of associated social and economic impacts. And what we're learning is uh, work from home policies are being established for nearly everybody. And they're soon going to stick. I think after this entire thing is over um, while you're being told not to touch your face, Don and I go out and let strangers touch our face. What? Why are you? T- we're, okay. We're going to get added. Or quarantined, or I don't even know what's going to happen to us. Why? Why? Well, Friday night, we went out yep. and had dinner at Longhorn. Yep. And the waitress wasn't touching our faces. But no. They, then we went and had massages. All right. What? Okay. And now we're quarantining. Are we? Self-quarantining. I'm headed, I'm headed to Western North Carolina. We're self-quarantining. We we're self-quarantining. I have to for family emergency. It, it is changing how we live. Like, okay, I think about this. Like, remember the mustard is what I'm going to ask you. Do you remember the mustard? No. Okay. You remember when we used to go to the beach and we would take your mom and we would take my mom and when we would leave the beach, 
we would have all this food that we had bought for the beach. And they, they were like left over. Left over. Okay. And they were like, don't, we've got to bring the mustard. We've got to bring the mayonnaise. We've got to bring, you know, the ketchup. And we were like, no, no, we're not transporting a half bottle a of French's, a French's mustard. mustard from, you know, Destin to Atlanta. We'll buy more. Well, the reason our parents were wired that way, because it used to always drive you crazy. Like, why are they so obsessed with like bringing all this stuff, you know, from wherever we are home is because of the times that they lived in, you know, they through the Great Depression and all that. And so I wonder, this is absolutely going to have a change on the way we all live. And so now, you know, we're going to be those people who take the mustard. I mean, like. Now you can't find mustard. You know what I mean? You can't find mayonnaise. You can't find. So that kind of hoarding mentality that a lot of us sort of not made fun of our parents, but we never really understood it because we're the generation of consumption. You know, if we need something, I mean, we're the two people who, when we used to drive to the mountain house, if our kids got sick in a car seat, we pulled another one out of a box in the back, you know, and it's like this great correction is happening. And I think it does make you think how you consume things, how you live, you know. So we're probably going to be the people later telling our kids, grab the mustard, you know. My mother would eat out here in Atlanta with us, have half of a piece of fish, we'll call it a cod, would get it uh, in a a takeout container, would take it back to our house, put it in the refrigerator, and then she would drive it to Hickory, North Carolina. A half piece of cod, y'all. And she would drive four hours with it in her car and would eat it when she got home to North Carolina. We could never understand that. Shoe buddy. Can you imagine you carrying Can you imagine you carrying around a half piece of tilapia? No, I can't. You wouldn't even take my you like got rid of my food that you left in your car overnight tonight over. Well, no, what I was not gonna do is pad thai. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't gonna travel (laughs) with my truck four hours and have pad thai. In the, in the back of my... Uh, Be bad tie. Yeah, bad. No kidding. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, um, you know, I, I thought about this too, and you and I were talking about this over the weekend, that, you know, like, okay, the tornadoes that just came through Nashville, um, you you feel for that community so deeply. But you look outside, and your trees are still standing, you know, and, and you're, there's a roof on your home. Even 9-11... You know, it shut Broadway down two days and it definitely impacted the way we travel and changed the way we work and and think about things. But New York, while it was trying to kind of get back to normal, the rest of us quickly, you know, got kind of back to normal, back to our lives. This is has never happened before. To our generation, or I think really almost to anyone, even our parents to a certain extent, where Every single person in every single town across the country is impacted in one way or another. You know, whether your school is closing, whether you're teleworking, teleworking, whether you own a small company and you're worried about keeping keeping your doors open. I mean, you know, it's the first time when every person, every neighbor is going through maybe not the exact same thing, but some of the same things. How about the exact, the same threat? Yes. Never happened before. You know, and I was reading that the group of children that are graduating right now from high school were born in during 9-11. And they're graduating during corona. So they were saying they're very 
you know, resilient that they've been through. They've seen some tragedies, you know, huge tragedies on both ends of their lives. And those are the things that obviously you think about are, you know, kids who are trying to get NCAA eligibility, kids who, you know, I look at Milton, the high school here, they had worked so hard on that production of Chicago, and they performed at one time, they opened and closed on the same night, same thing with Charlotte School, they were doing Shrek, the high school was same thing opened and closed on the same night. Um, but the months of preparation and practice. Yeah, and, and everything that goes into it, you know, it's um, there. I mean, we just keep saying we are in, I, I think the best way and everyone keeps describing it, but it's so true is uncharted waters. And, and the thing that I think about are our kids, you know, our kids and everyone's kids that there there's a lot of anxiety. And we as parents have a lot of anxiety. And I think they're looking to us to tell them everything's going to be okay and get back to normal. And that's a difficult conversation right now because it's changing so quickly. You know, and I think there's a lot of talk on social media about, you know, kids thinking that they're on spring break or that they're on, you know, uh, you know, it's it's not th- that they can't go out and hang out with their friends and stuff, but it, it is incredibly difficult for them to just all of a sudden pump the brakes on their lives and change. Not saying it doesn't have to happen. And yes, it's the parent's responsibility to do that. But I think it's hard for all of us. We were talking earlier, just when we walked in, you know, to the studio, I'm a hugger. When I see my clients, I always hug them and everything. It, it does take a minute to think about, okay, I can't shake someone's hand. I can't, you know, hug them. I have to keep my distance. It's sort of a new way to live. I wonder if it will kind of become the new norm. I don't know. For a long time. I think there'll be a lot of things that come out of this that will become the new norm. For sure. I saw on social media, uh, Mandy LeBaron is a pod peep. Respect and support your medical professionals. They are about to go through a Cat 5 hurricane while you sit at home, eat chips on your sofa, and complain about your kids being home. And that may not be an original from Mandy LeBaron. That's just, I I saw it on her social media channels. Right. um, and, And flagged that and thought, you know what? Yeah, I mean, these healthcare workers, Perspective. yeah, they're putting their lives on the line to take care of, of all of us. And I think, you know, every you see all the funny memes about, you know, homeschooling your kids and your kids being home. And, and I do think, you know, the virtual learning thing is going to make our kids, you know, unfortunately, even more dependent on their devices. You know, we all spend so much time telling our kids, get off your phones, get off your tablets and stuff. And now we're basically telling them that get on there and yeah, and work. for potentially up to eight weeks. If not longer. Yeah. You know, that that's how you're going to do your work and, and, and that's how you're, you know, you're going to do things. And I think it makes them more socially kind of estranged, you know, from and, and they have to be obviously right now they, they can't be. But I think that's why I'm planning on every day. Like I don't have one of those whiteboards like I'm seeing people have that has like seven o'clock. We're going to do this. Eight o'clock. We're going to do this. So I'm feeling like I've got to get a little more organized. I, I don't think that we need that. But I am going to take them out. I do think it's important to get them outside and take a walk or do something. And it's a great time for them to talk to you too. You know, they can't just sit inside all day and, and neither can you or I and just watch the news and the scrolls and the, the negativity. You know, it's, I think right now mental health is very important, you know, and it's hard. I mean, it's hard, hard, hard times right now to get out of that. So anything you can do to sort of remove yourself from just the 24-hour news cycle is probably a good thing. Teachers are also learning a new teaching system. Right. While at the same time, if you have kids that are not going to school, 
you're having to help your kids from home while you try to make lesson plans and do what are the online learning online teaching what's the yeah, buzzword it's, it's for like it? virtual well, it's virtual learning okay. yeah and some schools have devices you know charlotte school they do not have um you know devices that they were given so i am printing worksheets like old school. And, and then how do you get them back to the school? They're keeping them. They're keeping them in a folder. And then I don't know if they're going to have a time when they turn them in. I don't know if we're going to scan them in. I, I don't know yet. I don't think they know yet. You know, it's just a whole new world. And I think we all have to be patient with each other. You hear us talk a lot on the podcast about how important dinner time is at our home. And it's seven o'clock. It's every night. Everybody is expected to be there. And it's the one time out of the day when everybody comes together and well, yeah, more of that now than there was with everybody being at home. But dinner time's always been super important to us. We discovered years ago Dinner Affair. And Dinner Affair sends you wholesome, healthy, delicious meals. Everything is ready when you pull it out of the freezer. They're frozen, which also... Think about this. If you're concerned about your parents and you're concerned about them eating healthy and eating right, having something to eat, period, knowing that, you know, 60 plus, they're saying, are the most susceptible, they can ship meals to your parents from dinner affair. Yes. And they're it's great food. It's meals like chicken parmesan, port medallions, um, and they have different size meals. So if you're a family like us, a family of five um, there's plenty of food for that. If it's just two of you, you know, some of these meal prep services don't do great if there's only two people in the household. Dinner Fair does a great job with it. The food is already cooked. You just have to kind of put it together. And like we were saying, if you need a pinch of salt, it's included. If you any sauce that you need. And the thing that I love about it too is if you have younger kids, it gives them the opportunity to cook with you. They can help you put the meals together, but you're not like destroying your kitchen and, you know, saying, oh, for this recipe, I have to go. Because right now you you can't go to the grocery store 10 times to find small ingredients. So this is a great way to eat healthy for not a lot of money. And um, the food is amazing. It's also not that kind of food. Like some of these meal prep services, you look at it and you're like, oh, I don't that doesn't look good to me. This food is really, really good. So you go online every month. There's a new menu. And you place your order, as you know, Donna said, you can you there are different plans for different size families. Regardless of the plan you choose, right now, Dinner Affair has a very generous offer for you to get started. Thirty dollars off any order for the first time customers. Just use the promo code Caddy C A D D Y. Caddy C A D D Y for thirty dollars off any order delivered to your door anywhere in Metro Atlanta. Uh, pre chopped, pre prepped, giving you more time. If the recipe calls for a sh- a sprig of rosemary it's going to come in its own bag but it's going to be pre-chopped so that you don't have to worry about all that stuff tonight on the menu you ready donna i I get so excited in the morning because i get to look in the freezer but it does make you feel good to see meals in the freezer ready to go and i get to look and go okay are we going to have tonight the homemade calzones or the chicken parmesan or the balsamic honey glazed pork medallions Man, I'm excited about dinner affair. Yeah, thirty dollars off. You will be too. Yeah. Different meal packages for different size families. Thirty dollars off any order. First time customers use the promo code Caddy C A D D Y. Thirty dollars off any order. You don't want to go to the grocery store any day of the year, but especially right now. 
rely on dinner affair to keep you healthy, happy. And uh, I joke that the kids now are going to be coming down at noon as opposed to four o'clock wanting to know what dinner is. Yes. Because they're at home with. When they hover. And they hover. Well, now more than ever. And all of your uh, coronavirus quarantine snacks are gone. Within 15 minutes. How's that happen? I don't know. Well, now I'm going to have to move to level two. Level one was to bring like a lot of fresh fruit in, you know, a lot of stuff like that and and a few snacks. Level two is hiding the stuff and doling it out. You know what I mean? Almost like the Great Depression, like line up children, you know, for your peanut butter bar. Cassie Kelly is the wife of Lady Annabellum's Charles Kelly. She posted on Instagram a photo of herself, Charles, and their son. Wade. And she writes, today we road tripped. We came to our happy place for a long while. All of a sudden, our spring looks very different. And here's the thing. We have it so good. We aren't in an at-risk group. We are financially stable. And we have the freedom to check out, leave, and ride the wave of the unknown for a while. This level of privilege isn't lost on me, but you know what else isn't lost on me? The peace. These three people get to hang out for a minute with nothing on the schedule but each other. Cassie Kelly, the wife of Charles Kelly of Lady Annabelle. Yeah, and we've talked about how, you know, um, all of the concert tours have obviously been pulled out and off the road. Um, and I think for musicians at this level, at like uh, Luke Bryan, Lady Annabellum, Blake Shelton, Kenny Chesney level, there is a sense of freedom because they're never with their families. They're constantly on the road, you know, and like I know Jason Aldean, his wife, Brittany and the kids, you know, travel with him, Florida Georgia line, their wives are always with them and their kids. But, you know, we've talked about different levels of musicians. And for this group, I think there is a sense of peace that, you know what? Uh, there's nothing I can do about it. It's out of my control. They're financially stable. And I think a lot of them are taking care of the people on their crews who sell merchandise, who, you know, run tech, who are the roadies. There's a whole nother set of musicians who play out all the time in Nashville, in bars, on fairs and rodeo circuits and that type of thing, who this is really going to financially impact because they're not going to be working, you know, and they're not at the level where, they can afford to not tour before all of this happened about a year ago, maybe even two it shit touring and not just country, but touring in general shifted to, if you were at an a level, if you're an a level artist, you didn't tour the whole week. Like you used to, you go out Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, maybe Sunday night. Um, but that'd be it. Most would come on Saturday night and you fly back and forth. Uh, but there is, B, C, D level artists. That I think you'd be surprised. I mean, some of them you probably would think are at a different level, but they're they're just not at that level yet to where they can't tour all the time. Like a Dirks Bentley, he's a total road warrior. He flies his own plane back and forth. Brett Eldridge. Chris Jansen. That level artist that is the nicest guys in the world, and there is nothing more they want to do than be able to take care of the people that take care of them. I just don't know that at that level you make enough money to be able to do that. Well, and you look at like Broadway was just shut down 
you know, in Nashville. And in those bars every night, you know, anyone who's ever been to Nashville, there's someone playing, you know, from seven in the morning until seven in the morning, 24 hours a day. You know, it doesn't matter. It's, you know, we always joke to Nashville. It's one o'clock. It's, it's nine o'clock. Yeah, you know matter. what I mean? No, doesn't it's matter. It's like Vegas. Nobody keeps track of time in Nashville no. or Broadway. Although the, the governor ordered Broadway shut down. That's what I mean. So yeah, the, you know, they can't, that you have to think about all those people in your communities and it's not just musicians, but I mean, you know, we talk a lot about country music and what goes on here and, you know, they're going to have to find a way to support themselves again, very differently than what they do for a living day to day. You know, and then there's the thing that, and and it's not necessarily just husbands, but I've gotten a lot of text about, about, you know, people whose husbands travel for a living and they're home all of a sudden. Coming home to roost. Ooh. And a lot of them even worked out of town during the week yes. and will fly back in on the weekends. Yes. I, we know of, of two families that, that had. Yes. And it's not the the best practice by any means, but they had to, you know, right. in order to survive. There were jobs that were out of town. Yeah, and so now they're being called back home. Yeah. And this seems to be a bigger bother to some wives than not being able to find Clorox disinfecting wipes. Well, imagine if you've like, you live your life and not necessarily in a bad way, but I mean, you have the schedule down with your kids and how you do things. And all of a sudden it's almost like someone moves in to your house, you know, but it's your spouse. I know, but, but, and, and I think it's equally as difficult for the person who travels all the time because they, they haven't seen the routine. They don't know what goes on at the triage hour. You know, of like four thirty, five o'clock, the witching hour, when everyone's going nuts. You're trying to bathe and cook and people are trying to call you. It's crazy time. You know, they just don't see that. And so I think it'll be interesting. There's there's either gonna be they this I saw something the other day that the two busiest groups of people are gonna be after this is over, are going to be um obstetricians, because there's gonna be a lot of little babies coming, or divorce attorneys. Two ends of the gamut. You know, <laughs> the story about we have friends. Can we call them out? No. Oh, okay. No. But we can't tell the story about Steve moving. Oh, yes. Where did you think I was going? I didn't about? know. So okay. I had to be careful. You always just assume no. Yes. The answer is no. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> no one will ever talk to me again. But Dawn and Steve, Steve Crane. Yeah. What? You're going to call their last name. Okay. Well, they've been great. This is, yes. been great friends of ours. So forever. they have. There's. They have seven kids. Stop right there. Yeah. Seven kids. Seven. Is that right? What do you think? Yeah. Stephen, Caroline. Steve traveled a lot for work. Yeah, seven. Steve traveled a lot for work, and we didn't travel a lot. He he worked out of the out of the house, but he did travel some. But I mean, he mainly he went to an office every single day. So now he has been called home, as most people have been. He has to work from home. And so he was trying to get his office set up downstairs in the basement, you know, to get everything ready for today to start working. And he he wanted to know why there were two. um, He got everything, you know, set up and Dawn helped him. And then he came back up later and he said, why are there, you know, random card tables set up? And she's like, well, that's where the schoolwork's going to go on. The homeschooling is going to go on. Yeah. So like a whole room, full, it's like a war room full of just like kids and people working. Oh. So what do you think about this whiteboard? Do I need to get that? No, no, okay. no. I want to find a tweet um, that I meant to include in the packet today for the show and I did not. I'm sorry. 
But does everyone, we have to explain the whiteboard. Like right now, because everyone's home and being, I use this in air quotes, it kills me how people are saying they're homeschooling their kids. I mean, all we're doing is sort of watching over it. I mean, I think teachers would take great offense to this. It's not like we're coming up with lesson plans and, you know, I mean, I don't know how to, I do not know how to teach honors Kim. I'm just going to say it right now. And Olivia's in that class. So I'm in trouble. She takes Japanese. I mean, do you, are you going to take that one? No. Okay. No. Tweet from uh, verified account, Simon Holland. I honestly have no idea who he is, but I love the tweet. No one is full of more false hope than a parent making a colorful daily schedule for their kids during the COVID-19 quarantine. Yeah, all hopes so and dreams true. are going to go out the, so true. Out the window. You, you, the intention is there. Yeah. But it's not, um, it's just not going to happen. Well, it may happen for the first week. You know, they'll give it a try. Give it the old school try. I mean, part of it is like I, because Olivia is very self-managed in high school. I don't, I'm not super involved in what she does on a daily basis with school. So I am, I keep asking her like, okay, do I need to get involved? Do I need to do anything? And she's like, no, mom, I've got it. I know what I'm doing. I've got it. I hope that's the case. People posting pictures of their kids on Facebook, sitting at a table with a laptop, like it's the first day of school. Y'all need a chalkboard that says first day of digital learning. He is uh he's just a regular dad. I just looked him up because I wanted to make sure, you know, uh, he's just a regular dad that uh, gets a lot of attention because of his relatable uh, parenting tweets and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I see where people are like blocking out time and, you know. Do you think know. that that's, that could be too much, that we should just let them go at their own speed? And I don't know. I mean, I, again, unchartered territory. I'm just going to have to kind of see how it goes this week and then I may have to step in. Readjust. Yeah, well, I think everybody, everybody's going to re- have to re- rethink and readjust about everything right now. But man, I just I don't know how to teach those subjects. Do you know how to teach like AP I Gov? Don't, I don't. I never took AP Gov. Okay. Did you yeah. take an AP? I, basic. What is a basic AP? Basic means it's like even below on course. On level. Like there, yeah, yeah. There were like there were like seven of us in the room. Mm. <laughs> you and Lori and Gabe. Donna choked. Well. You must get your accident injuries properly treated and documented. No treatment, no case, no case, no cash. Things like car wrecks will continue to happen, and a second opinion can get you first-rate compensation from 1-800-HURT-911. It's a one call, and you get the best attorneys. You get the best medical treatment. You get the best doctors. 1-800-HURT-911. Many attorneys in town that handle car accident claims, but most also handle small claims, divorce, speeding tickets, like a jack-of-all-trades. If you have a car accident, it's a 911 call. So you call 1-800-HURT-911 to get the best representation. They don't do anything but car accidents. And if you walk away from your car accident thinking, I'm okay, nothing's broken, I don't have anything to worry about, uh, you know what? doesn't cost you anything to get just a conversation going. To make sure that you are indeed okay. 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number. 1-800-HURT-911. 1-800-HURT-911. Ben Mayfield is a pod peep. Ben writes, I just did my first lift on red today and it was the greatest ever. I love that. I've come up with a little saying. You ready? Okay. A little, sing, a little um, jingle. 
for Left on Red. You ready? Mm-hmm. It's because f- it's so freeing. Once you do it, you, you're done. You're, you're sold. So here we go. You make the turn and you're bold and then you're sold. You like how long, it? How long, how, long, how long did it take you to come up with that? Well, I kept trying to th- find things that rhymed, and that was the best I could do. Hang on, let me see if I could do a little better. Ready? You fly make, on the fly like a rapper? It kind of. Okay. You make the turn, and you're bold. Then you're sold. What the hell was that? That's like my jingle. Is that you on the ones and the twos? Me on the ones and the twos in the jingle. But I mean, I'm telling you, when people do this, they're like, why have I not been doing this? Because my it's illegal. Like, because it's cares? illegal. It makes no it's, sense. We're we're in a different we're in we're in like a different situation right now. We are in like a it's like the wild wild west. So I don't know. It's unsafe. The police are busy with other things. If you're unfamiliar with Left on Red, go back into your podcast library and find the episode titled Left on Red, and you'll understand why everybody is for or against the Left on Red campaign. Paula Holler Baker also. Uh, had the same did i put paulie in here yeah she says right here just went tell don i just went through a legal left on red in tennessee near pigeon forge i couldn't get a picture but oh how i wanted to i mean can you imagine not only are you turning left on red you're taking a picture of yourself going left on red right. seriously now I, I am not advocating that okay safe. i am not advocating taking selfies of yourself uh let's see let's jump to anita ragsdale pod peep thursday episode note tell donna that didn't she know that the uterus is a tracking device for everybody's stuff? I, too, know about this deal. Once we moved, my husband and daughter asked me for months what we did with what? What what we did yeah. with blank. We're the keeper of all keys. You're supposed to remember everything. Everything. I lose a lot. A I, lot. My passy, I lose my wallet. I lose my keys. And, and you know where everything is. All the time. And I love that about you. So, Anita, would you agree with Anita that the uterus uh, is a tracking device for everybody's stuff in the 100%. house? 100%. Okay. Melanie Johnson, subscribe to the letter, which goes out every Saturday. And it's a um, a partner to the podcast because it, there are more lies, but in print form, and it's behind the scenes, and a lot of pictures, because we believe that pictures can can help you visualize the stories that you hear us talk about every week. So Melanie Johnson subscribed to the letter and she replied because you can do that. And it goes right to my email and she writes Cadillac and Donna, the two of you have brought so much joy and happiness back to my life since the podcast began. I know it probably sounds cheesy to say, but Caddy, you mean a lot to me and now Donna too. Caddy, I followed you since I was a little girl. My parents divorced when I was in the second grade and every other weekend I had to go to my dad's. We didn't have the greatest relationship, and I really didn't like going over there, if I'm being honest. Anyway, on Friday nights, my sister and I got to listen to the radio while we were trying to go to sleep. I loved listening to you on the radio. You made me laugh during a very dark time in my life. Felt the connection. You had no idea the impact you made on my life even now. Then came the news of what Kix did to you last year. I was angry and confused. When I heard that you and Donna were launching your own podcast, I was ecstatic. I only thought that you and Dallas had an irreplaceable dynamic as partners on the radio, but then came Donna. She is amazing, all caps, and I could not agree with you more, Melanie. Uh, she's like the best friend I never knew I had. The banter and dynamic the two you share is far better than anything I could have ever imagined. I just love her. As do I, Melanie. I'm so happy to hear you again, 
actually look forward to Tuesdays and Thursdays now. Much love, Melanie Johnson. That's a great. What a great. great you know, great and and, and I, I I want to say this about you, Donna, that you are the rock star, and I've learned just to 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 sit back and let you talk because you bring much more to the table than I could ever bring to the table, and you'd never been. Uh, you had never been behind a microphone in your life until episode one of this podcast, which hit on January 7th. No, I mean, I appreciate So I'm all about. I appreciate it's that. It's Donna Choate's second act with Cadillac. Well, I appreciate that. We need to get I, some new graphics. <laughs> I appreciate that. I may need it because my, uh, my first job, who knows what's going to happen. We're, Tamar- we're getting slammed by uh, not having performances and so forth because we do books. Encore. We're, Encore, yeah. Got, so we do the actual job you have. Right. Encore. So now. we do books for like arts venues and all of those are closing. So again, I I am not unlike anyone who's listening. I am in the same uncharted territory where you just don't know what's going to happen. Tamara Mixter responded to the letter. So happy that you are back. Don is a great addition. Y'all are the reason I started listening to podcasts. I've laughed and cried along the way. And know the best is yet to come. I work at juvenile court in Spalding County, so please pray for me as the craziness of the coronavirus ensues. We'll do that for you. Uh, we'll do that for you, Tamara. Um, y'all are the reason I started listening to podcasts, and we res- understand that there are people that are cycling in all the time that are new to podcasting. I was new to podcasting. I was a skeptic. I'd never downloaded a podcast until it was my own. And I even gave myself one star because I had no idea how to rate. I mean, really, of all people. I didn't know how to rate the podcast, so I gave us a one star. I'm the one person that gave us a one star rating on Apple Podcasts. But in this uncertainty of the world that we're in right now, you're working from home. You're looking for escape. You're looking for entertainment. We would invite you to go back. If you haven't listened to to all of the different episodes since January 7th, go back and enjoy. I would, again, recommend that you start with Death Starts at 269, which was our conversation from early February about where we are right now. And I caught a lot of crap about saying your spring break is not going to happen because the coronavirus is going to shut everybody down. Can you pick lottery numbers? I can't. No. Or trust me, we wouldn't be. I mean, with all respect, Hans, we would not be here right now. Okay. If I could pick lottery numbers, there'd be no podcast. So you can't use it for good or evil. I cannot, Don. I'm sorry. I'll work on that. Okay. Talk about the letter. And and we want you to subscribe. And we're going to tell you how to do this right now. Because you can also score a second act for your living room from Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. Text left on red. No spaces. Red is like the color R-E-D. To the number 22828, left on red, to the number 22828. It's free. You're going to get a kickback, confirmation, enter your email address, and then on Saturday, it's going to hit your inbox. It has a little open for me. We include uh, links and photos. Donna's appy feature was in last Saturday's issue of the letter. So links, everything that you heard about. I heard us talking about and visual aids and things like that. The living room from Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. You must sign up for the letter by the end of the month. Left on red to the number 22828. Because at the end of the month, we're going to draw and award a second act for your living room from Gallery Furniture on Brownsbridge Road. Yes. Not just one recliner, not just a a rogue end table. This is going to be a complete redo for your living room. And we are so excited to partner up with Gallery 
furniture and Donna and Marilyn and the gang. If you need furniture for any room in your home, um, maybe you're having, you know, maybe you're bringing in your relatives to live with you right now. I mean, there's a, there are a lot of things that are changing and you need some um, extra spare beds, mattresses, anything like that. She is fabulous. And they are, again, a locally owned company. It is super, super important during these times to shop local, support local businesses. Um, so Donna and Marilyn are there. The store is open. They're happy to help you. They have financing on site. They will deliver it. You can pick it out that day, take it with you, or they'll get it delivered to you very quickly. Um, not, not weeks later. Yeah, no, like, not like, weeks like later. Like a, you know, a lot of the brick and mortar big box furniture retailers. Yes, and they have everything. And they will work with you on budget. Um, financing. Anything. Colors. You know, if you, if you need kind of like design help, they're great at that, putting together things. So um, just check them out. And you can even call her. You know, if you don't want to go up to the store right now and you know what you need, call her. And she'll help you kind of do it over the phone. So Ask for Donna. Uh, yeah. And that's a great thing about a local business is they have a lot of different ways to do business right now. So gallery furniture. Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. Giving away your living room second act at the end of March. So listen, you need to sign up right now. Left on red, the color red, no spaces. Do the number 22828. Who introed the show? Want to say hello to Nathan Roberts. Nathan, um, as you heard in the intro for the show, has been a huge follower of, of my career since he was a, a, a child. And he works for Thomas L. Scroggs Funeral Directors in McDonough, down in Henry County. Uh, hey, Caddy, love the podcast. I have a lot going on in my life right now, but for that hour, I get to laugh and get to escape from life and laugh. I have not missed any of the podcasts. I think I like it better than when you were on the air. Mrs. Donna is such a sweetheart. Keep up the great work, Nathan. Mrs. Donna is such a sweetheart. And he put in there, hashtag, I am ready to intro. And so I reached out. And we said, I said hey, we man, are too. It's easy to do. Use the voice recorder, voice memo feature on your phone. Introduce yourself. The middle is up to you. Whatever you want to say in the middle is up to you. And then make sure you wrap introing. Here's Cadillac Jack and Donna, my second act. That's it. 20 seconds tops, if you don't mind. Yeah. Ask and you shall receive. Like if, if you would like to intro, reach out to us. We'd love it. Um, you know, when people want to do the intro for our show, I wonder if he would let us come up there and help him embalm someone. Oh, no. Why? Because you can't do that. Why? It's illegal, I'm sure. You can't just go in and bomb somebody. There's a science to it. Well, we could watch. I'm not saying maybe we participate, but. You can make that trip down to Henry County. All right. For that. Who, uh, ba, ba, ba. What yes. else? Now, there was something you were telling me, though, that was very interesting about him. He's a wrestler. Okay, yes, he's a wrestler. And he wants to wrestle you. He wants to wrestle me? Yeah. But. I, I got to tell you, I'm scrappy. I'll take him. We do have a small ask of you, three simple things. If you would hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Rate and leave five-star reviews for the pod. Helps people to uh, find us and show our sponsors some love. There would be no second act without the sponsors that we have. 1-800-HURT-911. If you have a car accident, it is a simple 911 call. Call 1-800-HURT-911 to get the best representation. Tracy Cousineau and real estate experts advise, real estate expert advisors. Call Tracy today at 855-MY-EXPERT. Gallery Furniture on Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville. Ask for Donna and now ask for her daughter, Marilyn. Dinner Affair. $30 off any order for first-time customers when you use the promo code CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y, for Dinner Affair. 
and Core 57, Milton and Alpharetta City Center, Ask for Colleen. Episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays of Cadillac Jack, my second act. We are a proud part of the Appen Podcast Network. 